Good evening, and welcome to Scary Movie Month Diaries on Progressively Horrified, where we watch all sorts of stuff so you don't have to. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's October and that means it's Scary Movie Month here at Progressively Horrified. Now, if you know us, you know that this is what got us started in the first place, is the fact that we're all gluttons for punishment who watch a lot of scary movies in October. That said, we wanted to do something a little different than our usual digressions on the rest of the week when we don't have a regular podcast, and we thought, since we are watching a ton of movies anyway this would be a good chance for us to jump into your feed and tell you about all the good, the bad, and the truly, truly atrocious that we watch during Scary Movie Month. If you love this and you love our regular shows and you really want to uh, make our efforts to be just too much in the horror field uh, continue, then we would love it if you jump on our Patreon at patreon.com slash progressivelyhorrified and help us make more podcasts. We appreciate you. And now, on with Scary Movie Month Diaries. Hello there, Horribles. It's Jeremy here with Day 8 of Scary Movie Month Diaries. Uh, I watched four from Netflix today. So we're going to talk about these today. Tomorrow, make sure you tune in. And hear us talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. This is one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. We've got such a great group of people sitting down to talk about this movie. Uh, you guys get psyched. Right now, I'm going to talk about four from Netflix that I watched uh, over the course of the Scary Movie Month here. The first is The Strangers. You've probably heard of The Strangers. It was one of a large group of sort of scary home invasion movies. It's got uh, Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman. And it is, ah, the tone of this movie is just dark. Just dismally dark. The thing with this movie that gets me is that these two main characters are very bad at staying alive. Um, Like, literally everything they do in this movie, I was like, why? Why? Why would you do that? Like, I, I don't... It seems like there's much better ways to stay alive than what you're doing currently. They're very bad at staying alive, especially Scott Speedman. So it is it's no surprise that this has just sort of a dim tone throughout. If you've seen the trailers, you can kind of feel what the whole movie is just from that. Um, and, you know, it's just that with a bit more brutality. Um, it's not bad. There are some legitimately good scares in there. There's just not a lot to it. Um, you know, it, it felt very much like having seen the trailer that I had seen the movie. Um, uh, on, a, on a different note entirely, I also watched Hellfest, um, Hellfest is an interesting one. It's a little bit more of an indie thing. It's about a group of people who go to a, uh, you know, a big scary festival for Halloween. And there's, uh, you know, they're trying to get to the real scary part where when you go there, people can touch you in the mazes and, you know, things can get really, really spooky. Um, I, <laughs> it's an okay movie. Uh, the, the reason this ended up on our list uh, initially for the podcast was uh, Bex Taylor Klaus, who was a non-binary actor, was in it, and uh, it was exci- that was exciting. Uh, the character that they play is definitely um, definitely played as as female, which you know is, is fine. 
but you know we were sort of excited about seeing a potential like portrayal of a non-binary character in here um but she's she and her throughout and they never bring up anything about the character possibly being non-binary and uh she's also extremely aggressively straight in the movie so you know that's, that's maybe not uh getting what we were what we were hoping for out of it but uh bex is actually great in the movie um the the whole cast is is pretty good uh, it does have what can only possibly be built as a special appearance from Tony Todd, uh, who was in it ever so briefly, uh, to be Tony Todd. Uh, he is great as always. The movie is okay. It's not, again, not anything to write home about, um, but decent enough to, you know, not be a waste of an afternoon. Um, that's more than I can say for In the Tall Grass. Uh, I, I also watched In the Tall Grass, which is a Netflix original, which is based on a, a story by like two, two masters of scary stuff in Stephen King and Joe Hill. Um, but boy, to say, it, it seems like, um, it seems like I'm just trying to be pithy if I say it got lost in the weeds, but boy... It got lost in the weeds. Like, there was a point in this movie where I had been watching for a solid, I don't know, three hours. And I, I was ready for it to be over. And um, I, I just felt like, surely we had to be getting to the end of it. And then I, I had to pause it to go get laundry out of the dryer. And discovered that I was only 45 minutes into the movie. Um, I, I don't know what happened. It's like being stuck in a time loop. Um, and the movie is also sort of about being stuck in a time loop. So, I mean, maybe, maybe that's a feature, not a bug, but it's definitely, it was definitely too much for me. I was ready to be done with this movie. The only thing that's there that's really trying to save it is this performance by Patrick Wilson as the character that, you know, you're... You're theoretically supposed to believe is a good guy, but the first time you meet him, it's like, oh, that is clearly a, a bad guy. Um, you know, and, and Patrick Wilson plays his bad guys, like, to, you know, to the back wall of the audience. He is that <coughs> hardcore about it. Um, so, like, it's it's almost worth watching for that performance, but, man... It's interminable. That is the only the only word I would use to describe this movie is interminable. It feels like it will never end. Um, which was also, to some extent, the case with... <coughs> excuse me. The fourth movie I'm talking about here, which is Death of Me, uh, which is directed... It, it's directed by Darren Lynn Boozman, which if you've listened to the podcast, they also directed Repo, they directed Saw 2... You're going to feel some sort of way about that. Not necessarily be the way everybody else does. But it stars Maggie Q and Luke Hemsworth. Which if you needed an attractive couple of people to watch on screen for two hours. You could do way worse than those two. Um, they're both very good in it. And they're both good at seeming scared and disoriented and effed up. Um, it is a two people go on vacation to a 
strange foreign land and they uh, get drugged and there's a ritual ceremony and a lot of bad things happen to them and um, it is that sort of movie which is sort of a a racist trope especially considering this movie happens uh, on an you know supposed to be an island in Thailand um, and it, it's sort of increasingly obvious that that's what's going on throughout despite the fact that this is a movie that states that the main character has to agree to be part of this ritual but that throughout the entire movie nobody will tell her what's going on um, it's it's unnecessary complicated. They go back to the same like five locations in the movie a dozen times. Um, it's definitely got a real like real bit of racism to it. And I, I think it, it feels like it raises the question of like if you have a person of color in your lead role of a horror movie that's about exoticizing rituals and curses uh, of a of a foreign land is it still racist and the the feeling i have after watching this movie is like yes it's still racist uh like maggie q does a wonderful job in this movie but having her there does not make this not like a you know deepest darkest asia people performing rituals that you know required sac human sacrifice type of movie like it's it's still that it's still absolutely that and i i have a hard time getting over that it, it has a mystery that at the beginning feels really um feels really solid and feels like there might be something there and as you get towards the end it becomes increasingly clear that well maybe there's nothing there um and then when they tell you what it is it's like oh well you've been really dropping hints on this the whole time. So I, I wouldn't recommend that one. It is on Netflix if you want to check it out, but it wouldn't be my pick. Uh, that's it for today. Tomorrow we've got a brand new episode of the, major, the main show. Uh, until then, stay horrified. <laughs>